Free Kicks is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. Lozano and Friends. Did you guys yes. know that Family Guy is a very smart show? No, uh. South Park is actually the smartest show. Why? Because it's a very conservative show done yes. in a very liberal manner, and there is so much rhetoric. Yeah. Oh my God, I, I know. still disagree that South Park is the smartest show. However, yes, <laughs> it is smart in that it fools a lot of people into thinking that it's funny and or that it, it is that it is making fun of everything. Okay, I, out of things. the four shows, South Park, yes. Simpsons, yes. Family Guy, and Flintstones, yes. which is a smart show. Hold on, why are you including <laughs> Flintstones? Lasano and Friends, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Okay, here we are, another episode of Free Kicks, and I'll have to admit I'm a little bit uh, tired today. Uh, I took the bread eye from Los Angeles, but uh, Adam was kind enough to bring me some some donuts. Yep. Uh, I've already eaten two Long Johns, <laughs> so I'm ready to rock. That's right. And I'm, you always talk about me being the jet setter. You're the jet setter this week, so Well, yes, go. I suppose that is true. You know. um, but I, And while I was on vacation in Los Angeles, I did get a chance to watch some uh, soccer games. So I think it's time for us to talk about what is happening on the pitch as soon as I can find the... (laughs) All right, everyone. Rick is a little bit slow today because he was in L.A. Here we go. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? Uh, We'll edit that up in post-production. Oh, yeah. It'll it'll sound really smooth and cool when we uh, do it. Great. All right, so we're now officially in February. This is our first February show, which means the January window, the transfer window, has closed. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, who helped themselves, who didn't, and 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 who do you think uh, made the best moves? Yeah, I think from a winner's standpoint, I think you know definitely Tottenham did a nice job of getting some players in. Obviously, they lost a very key cog. In, in Christian Eriksen, right. who went over to Milan. But, um, you know, they ended up picking up a couple of players in Budawine, the the Dutch player who scored on his debut, which right. was great. That's not a bad way to start. And Eriksen was kind of phoning it in this season anyway. Yes, yeah. 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 And, and it was a great goal, too. He scored on his debut. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just bringing in other players to kind of, kind of supplement their group, um, you know, in terms of, inform current players there's Lo Celso as well that's kind of in there that's kind of in that mix um, and then that turned in from a, originally a loan into a full transfer even though he was already there so it's almost like getting another you know a new player okay um, and then you know I think also with 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 Tottenham now they're starting to kind of get closer to Chelsea obviously from a league standing yeah standpoint. they're only four points back so they're kind of starting to sniff around a little bit so I, I would say Tottenham certainly are, are probably the bigger winners uh, Man United obviously got a couple yeah. players in uh, Bruno Fernandes came in um, that's he, probably the biggest signing I think out of all the signings as far yeah. as numbers of dollars or, or euros yeah or 30 pounds. million I think it was he got in there from uh, Sporting 68 million 68 million yeah wow okay Wow, sixty-eight million pounds. Sixty-eight million pounds. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, maybe a bit, more, a lot more than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. But I mean, it's obviously a big-time signing. You could see, even though he 
pretty much got off the plane and jumped onto the pitch. <laughs> right. You know, it was always tough, but you could see he could he can do some he things. He actually played pretty well, I thought. Yeah, I thought so. He he was able to um, you know, do some things there in the middle, play as a ten and he can find some players. I think he just needs players running off him more. I think that's the biggest thing. And so when yeah. when Rashford gets back and when these other players are kind of getting in, especially Martial, when he gets back into the form, although he's playing more now, he's still kind of finding his legs after his long-term True. injury as well. So, yeah. Um, so those are your big winners. Those so. are the big winners. And I, I hate to say it, but probably from, from the standpoint of losers, I would say Chelsea was probably the yeah. biggest loser. I mean, when you think about how much was discussed and talked about this whole transfer ban. I know. And then they put all this energy into <laughs> making sure they could get players and then they didn't sign anyone. And and they were talking about big players like oh, Cavani yeah. and you know that and nothing. Yeah. They got squat. And they didn't even get rid of anybody either, really, to <laughs> right. be fair. So it was just kind of what's going on? So I think there was a little bit of frustration I could sense on Frank's part. I think he was a little frustrated with how that all went. Yeah. Um, they did an interview with him at the press conference and I they just that. they just asked him what was going on. No, no. Yeah. So <laughs> he didn't want to talk about it. He did not look happy. No. So maybe they're waiting until the summer. You know, that's something that uh, they're going to have to look at. But I was hoping that they would bolster the attack, give Tammy some some help because he's getting a little tired. Right. Um, maybe they're looking at Giroud, you know, uh, since... The last time we saw him when we was at the <laughs> game right. was probably the last time he played yeah. uh, against West Ham. And, and realistically, Chelsea's form since that game has been so up and down. We, we don't know, really know what's going to show up. So I was hoping that they could do that. But, you know, actually, I think Pulisic has been a big loss. I mean, he's been injured. Yeah. And, and he really is the one player on that team that can beat somebody one-on-one mm-hmm. who can, you know, in the middle of the field, take on a player and beat him. Right. And, you know, Abraham's not really that player. He's, uh, you know, get the ball to yeah. him and he'll knock it in kind yeah. of player. Yeah, he, yeah, he's definitely the true number nine striker. Yes, he is. Uh, that's the thing. And then, you know, although it's not a new signing, but there's a, a little bit of a change in the fact they changed the goalkeeper for the last game too. So Kepa was dropped and Willie came in, Caballero, although he didn't do that great himself. <laughs> but in terms of players hopefully these guys can get pick up their form stay where they need to be because the teams Sheffield United and Tottenham are definitely breathing down their, their yeah, necks yeah they sure are so let's talk about uh, that team on top they didn't mm. make uh, any moves really didn't need to um, but when you got that team why 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 mess with it in fact I heard somebody was telling me that they were actually looking to add a big player uh, but they would have had to give up money in order to do it I mean it's yeah. just insanity to even yeah. think about it. You've got the best team in the world right now. Yeah. They just, all they need to do is plug little things here and there, holes wherever they yeah. need. Like just get a little bit of depth. But yeah, the the quality there for Liverpool is outstanding. The players are playing so well. You know, Jordan Henderson, he's been getting a lot of... Henderson's been playing fantastic. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of credit in the newspapers and I'm in England and... You know, scored a great goal. He sure did the other day as well. And so, what's great about this team is it's not they're not just relying on that front three. Yeah, they're relying other players are scoring goals, and anybody they bring in just seems to be getting better. Got now a solid goalkeeper, the solid defense, so the best team in the world right now. I think so. They're they're twenty. 20- 
two points up mm-hmm. on the second place team in yes. the Premier League. And Man City is not a bad team. Exactly. Even though they did lose. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, you know, sometimes you know, I was listening to somebody today about what do we talk about? Do we talk about how great Liverpool is or how underachieving Man City is? You know, because, because I think that's true. You know, because when you look at it, Man City has all the resources. They've got all the money. They can yeah. buy anything, anybody, anyone, at any time. And that's what they have been doing. And and that's why they were successful. But they're twenty two points behind. I know. I know. So that gives you an idea. So. Maybe the the pep has gone out of their step. No, uh, no pun intended. But we'll we'll you find get that out. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. You never know what's happening with with Man City now because they already. I think this was the first interview when they with him with Pep was really just saying that yeah, it's it's done and dusted here. We're we're going to concentrate on the cups yeah. from now on moving forwards because. We're not going to catch Liverpool. And the one cup, the one big cup he's he's never won is the Champions League. That's the one he wants the most. Yes. Yeah. And so he's been concentrating on it already. Yeah. And you can kind of tell. I mean, well, they're still a great team. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I would take that roster any day of the week. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're just not playing up to their uh, up to their uh, their their usual standards. Yeah, just inconsistent again. That's with the two nothing loss to to Tottenham as well. So so there's no drama really at the top of the table. The only drama now in the rest of the season is between fourth and fifth, and, and you know that, that's a real race. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, and especially with Jose being the coach of Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. That, I know. You know that's going to make it interesting. Sure. But to me, the more interesting race is the bottom of the table. Yeah. Who is going to be relegated because? At least one long-term Premier League team is going down. Because you know Sheffield United's not going to drop. Yeah, sure. Had a great season. I think it's very possible that two long-term fixtures are going to be going down. Okay. Um, What are your thoughts about that? My concern is West Ham United. Yes, you know, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about. I mean, how that long have they been ago. in the Premier League now? Yeah, I mean, they've been many in there years. for a while, many years. Yeah, I mean, they they were a little bit up and down about probably fifteen, twenty years ago, but they've been pretty consistent. They're my concern because of some of the things that were said. I know we talked about that last week in the podcast. That you know, one of the players coming out saying we don't know where, where it's going if they're relying right. on me, and I'm. 43 years old it's yeah. not a good thing I exaggerated there a little bit but but that's the issue so West Ham and then you've got Bournemouth as well who's been yes in the league for a long time they got a massive win on the weekend to be fair big time big I mean time. they needed that they hadn't won a game in like 12 13 matches and Villa is the team they beat and Villa is a team that is just above them or was just above yes. them so they just jumped over them yeah. yeah I think Villa is still safe right now barely yeah. Barely. Yeah. But yeah. Villa needed that win, too. No, no question. I mean, that was a game that could have put Villa up above and just kind of gave him a little bit. And had a red card in that yeah, game. Yeah, played with 10 men in the second yeah. half, yeah. And uh, so it was a great result for them. You could you could sense the, the relief on right. that team when they won that game. So I would say out of West Ham, Bournemouth, you know, and on Watford still down there struggling. Yeah. You know, they've been definitely a resurgence lately with the new manager. But again... You know, they had, they had a rough a deep hole. <laughs> they were in a deep hole. <laughs> no, and now they struggled with the game the other day. You know, yeah. they conceded two goals in injury time in yeah. the first half and ended up losing 3-2. So that was a tough loss for them. That was. Because they had that game. They were up 2 nothing. I know. 
Whenever you win, whenever we always talk about it, worst lead in soccer, two zero, because the motivation of the other team, they get one, you're in big trouble. Yeah, that's true. the 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 momentum instantly switches. Always take it to three. Always yeah. get that third goal. <laughs> There's your advice from Coach Adam. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is uh, the time of the, sh- the show that Adam loves. Um, <laughs> we're going to play Guess the Premier League Star. Time now to guess the Premier League Star. And this is uh, fun for you to play along at home um, because uh, you have to try to guess this star before Adam does. Okay. And so far that has not been difficult to do. Um, and today I think I picked a tough one. Oh, great. <laughs> so you're going to love this one. All right. This this week's uh, Premier League star is 29 years old. Okay. All right. So he's an established player. He's currently in the top 10 of goals scored in the league. He's got 11 goals. So he's, you know, one of the big scorers in the league. He's tied with Mane, Sterling, and Harry Kane. Okay. So he's an established scorer. All right. I'm going right. to throw, throw a name out just to give it a shot. Okay. Danny Ings. No. Okay. Incorrect. Right. That's a great guess. So he's got more goals, actually. Okay. Um, he has played professionally in Denmark, Germany, and Scotland before coming to his current team. Wow. His team is probably going to be relegated. Okay. So I'm narrowing it down for you. All right. He plays on a national team. It's not the English national team. Okay. I'm going to throw this out. Maybe Timu Puki. Oh, wow. Very good. Wow. I, I think I think you beat some of our uh, listeners here. Uh, I was going to say Finnish national team. Yes. Um, and my last clue was his name sounds like it could be a Pokemon character. <laughs> <laughs> because to me, Timu Puki sounds like a... <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a, a Pokemon character. It's those obscure ones I get a little bit easier. Yeah. That's the thing. So it's just kind of funny. Harry Kane, yeah. that was too tough for you. But this one, <laughs> no problem. Timo Puki got it, got it in the bag. All yeah. right. We've got a lot more stuff coming up on the show. We've got a mailbag question. We're going to find out what's going on in Adam's office. We're going to pick the Premier League games this week. We're going to do a TV tip. All of that still coming up on the show. But right now, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> a lot of anchors do that. <clears throat> yeah, it's a thing. <clears throat> Are you ready? Ah, oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. That Let's was do good. it again. What? That was good. No, we messed it all up. What's wrong? What? How? It was going good, and then it went south. No, it didn't. Well, if that went south, get, see what happens now. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I need an agent. Coming to the Radio Misfits Podcast Network and friends. That's us. I'm Kimmy. I'm Sam. And I am Tommy right here. We're going to talk about Florida men. We're going to talk about paranormal stories. We're going to talk about uh, city stuff. Sex stuff. Sex talk. And sex talk. And yeah, sex talk will come up. But only if it's brought up. We got to keep that on the DL. So come meet your new friends with and friends on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, radiomisfits.com, and Opie Productions. And we're back. All right. Now, uh, before we get to what's going on in your office, uh, we have another 
uh, question here from the mailbag, and this is kind of an interesting one. The question is this. How many <laughs> Premier League teams are not named after a place, mm-hmm. like where the team originated? Yeah. So I had to do some research on this one. So okay. it, was, it was actually quite interesting to find out and then looking at it because when you look at all of the teams, they're, they're named after towns. Right. So, you know, obviously Manchester, you've got United and City, you've yeah. got Liverpool, obviously. But even Everton is an area of in, in and around uh, Liverpool as well. So the only one that is actually not named after a certain area is Arsenal. Um, even though they have a state, the tube station named Arsenal just down the road from the stadium, it's actually in the area of Woolwich, which is so they were originally called the Woolwich Arsenal. Really? First named, yes. I did not know that. Yeah, they were actually the Royal Arsenal, is what they were, the Royal Arsenal. So it's kind of named off, obviously, after the, uh, the munitions. And, okay, and the that's and the gunfire. They're, the they're the gunners, the gunfire in that area, and so that's where they came up with the name Arsenal. So they were the the Royal Woolwich Arsenal originally, and that's oh, the wow. name. So there's no if you're looking for Arsenal, I'm looking for Arsenal. You're not going to find it. That's the only place okay. you can find. But so so some of the other ones like uh, Tottenham and mm-hmm. West Ham, um, Crystal Palace, right? Those are neighborhoods. Yeah, they're just basically areas. Yeah, basically yeah. neighborhoods. Like okay. West Ham is it, the funny thing is West Ham is actually in East London, which <laughs> okay. makes perfect sense, right? <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically where it would be. And then the Crystal Palace was named in the area, but they actually that was where they hosted the exhibition many many years ago, eighteen hundreds. Built a big huge area, and then that came that became a, a little neighborhood in that area as well. So oh, okay. But now Aston Villa plays in Birmingham. Right, but then Aston Villa is located in a suburb of Birmingham, which is Aston. Oh, <laughs> there you go. So okay. there you go. So it's it, it's interesting to see how it is, and what was even more interesting to me when you look at these, and you don't realize this, but how close everything is. Yeah, you know, Chelsea is literally a mile away from Fulham. Yeah. And you've got... Chelsea is on Fulham Street. Yes, exactly. Fulham Road. Yes, Fulham the, Road, That's yes. right. Yeah, exactly. You walk <laughs> on the Fulham Road to get to Chelsea. So it's, it's amazing how close they are. And Liverpool and Everton, basically, there's a park in between the two stadiums. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. and if I... Not that we're talking about the Scottish teams, but I know in Scotland, the two Dundees, there's a Dundee United and a, and a Dundee, I think Dundee FC, something like, or just Dundee. Literally, their stadiums back up to each other. That's how close there's like an alleyway in between. That's how close some of these teams yeah, are. I love it. Yeah. All right. So I hope uh, that answers your question, Mr. Mailbag. Yeah. Uh, we now go to what's happening here in Chicago. And now the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news, soccer news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. Who better to ask the director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer? What's going on? Yeah, busy, busy times, which is great. We love the busy times. So we're finishing up our last set of showcases. We've been running three ODP showcases, bringing in other states, Missouri, Wisconsin, and Iowa. That means games. Games, games yes. So we're playing matches, not games, matches. matches. Friendlies is what we call them. Okay. So we we, we just (laughs) basically play, uh, play the other states, get a couple of games in before we head down to Memphis, Tennessee next week. Oh, fun. Yeah, so we're going to be down there for Have a few days. Have you been to Memphis before? Oh, few, quite a few times. Yeah. Have yep. you gone to Graceland? 
I have. Okay. I haven't actually been in. I've just done the pictures on the outside. So maybe this might be a time I actually might do it. You got to see the jungle room. Got to see it. Okay. You, you can't do it justice. You have to see <laughs> it for yourself. Okay. All right. I've, took, I've taken pictures outside, but never been in. Okay. So. Um, so yeah, um, and great barbecue too. Fantastic oh, yes. barbecue food. Yes. Yeah, and great live music too. Yeah, right? really Street. good. Bill Street's good. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I do have to walk down there. But yeah. anyway, so we got games. <laughs> Kids, everyone, stay in the room. <laughs> We're outside. We're playing those games. So there's like I think we've got 14 states heading down there uh, during that uh, sub regional, which will be great. We've got U.S. Soccer Scouts down there, MLS Scouts. So there'll be a lot of a lot of people watching games and just getting identifying players. And that's why you do this ODP to mm-hmm. get in situations like this. Exactly. So they get identified. They maybe get put into a situation like, for example. I was one of the 06 uh, coaches this year for the Midwest group. And one of the players got invited into the into the national camp, which is great. So he's now in the ODP national pool. Fantastic. That's what we want. We want these players to be recognized, to be seen, and then maybe elevate themselves into an, another level. You know, level. There's, there's four level of players. Yes. <laughs> there's your grassroots players. There's your, you know, travel players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's your national players, right, like right. this one. And then... There's Chelsea. <laughs> That's what they told us at the academy. So beautiful, beautiful. I'll never forget that. I'll take the assist on setting you up on that one. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're gearing up for that, and then uh, and then we'll be getting ready for you know a bunch of coaching education. We've got courses starting in the middle of March. Uh, so we'll definitely uh, have everything signed up there, and then we'll be starting our national course. We have a couple of C licenses as well. One starting in April before we get going with everything else. So yeah, it's going to be busy. Okay, that's uh, sounding good. Uh, and if you ever want to find out what's going on in the Chicago area or in Illinois, the mm-hmm. entire state, really. Mm-hmm. Free Kicks is your podcast because we're we're the only ones that really lay it out there for you. That's right. Uh, yes, it's in the second half of the show, but it's always there, <laughs> guaranteed. Uh, one other thing that's always in the show is this. Rick and, Rick, and Rick and Adam pick the scores. Okay, we're not only going to pick the winners. Oh, great. We're going to pick the scores, and we are really bad at this because everyone is really bad at this. So but we're going to give you our best, our expert opinions and we're going to start with uh, uh, Southampton against Burnley. Southampton at home versus Burnley. Yeah, so this is because we have the winter break here. So it's kind of mixed up, isn't yes. it? So there's only there's a limited amount of games this next couple of weeks. Right. So I think that Southampton Burnley's on the 15th, right? So we've got oh, those. Oh, okay. So, we've got, so, so there's no games this coming weekend. We do have games, but there's only half the amount. Okay. So we've got four this week, and then I think there's five or six the following week because we have the the twenty games. Well, why don't we just stick with let's just stick with the games that are happening this week? Okay, all right, that sounds good. So you got Everton and Crystal Palace. Okay, so I that's a it's going to be a tough game, I think, and that's the early kickoff. I would say Everton probably might just squeak this out one nothing. Okay, you know, I, I was just looking at the table this morning, and Crystal Palace has slowly but surely drifted yeah. back down to where it should be. <laughs> <laughs> They're in 14th right, right, now. Right. Um, I like that pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. One okay. nothing. Okay. One All nothing. Right. What else? What else we got? We got Brighton versus Watford. Oof. That's the Saturday second game. So this is a huge game for both of oh, these teams. Right down there, two yeah. struggling teams. Could be massive for either one. It's at Brighton. It's at Brighton. 
I, I don't know who to pick on this one. I would probably go with a one-one draw. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two-one, and I'm gonna say that Brighton is gonna pull this one out. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I I like him at home. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, that's I, the I only can reason. see that. I can see that. And then on Sunday you've got Sheffield United versus Bournemouth. Okay, and that's Sheffield United at home. At home, Sheffield United. That's the eight a.m. kickoff. I'm, I think Sheffield United just got too much for Bournemouth right now. Even though Bournemouth had a good win, I'm going to give them a, a two nothing win. Sheffield United. Okay. I'm going to go two one. Okay. Um, and you know, by the way, you're talking. These are all early games we're talking about. Yeah. These, yeah. Uh, having just been on the West Coast and watched games, shocking. The, I mean, <laughs> there, there's no chance you can watch that early game on yeah, the West yeah. Coast. It's at 4:30 in the morning there. It's horrible. So you didn't get up and watch the Chelsea Leicester game? I did not get up and watch it. And you call yourself a podcaster? I really, the yeah. I I'm, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm ashamed. And then the last one, Man City West Ham. This will be a good one. I, I think this could be a great game, especially because West Ham needs a win. Yes, and they've done actually historically they've done fairly well at Man City. Have they really? Yeah, they've actually got some results there. But that being said, <laughs> can't see now this. that you've built them up. <laughs> that being said, I can't see them getting a result. So I'm going to go with a nice, comfortable three-zero Man City win. Okay, rebounding. Yeah. I, I'm going to say it's. 2-1. Okay. But uh, very close. Yeah. So those are the four games, and then it's split up. So this is the the winter break that we talked about. That's right. And then we've got six games the following week. So Right. Uh, so this yeah. is the week that the U23 Liverpool team will be playing against uh, Squeegee Ham. No, what is the name of the town again? <laughs> Squeegee uh, yeah, I've been to Squeeze. It's Shrewsbury. Come on, Shrewsbury. Rick. And they just played. It was one nothing. Liverpool won. Oh, you it mi- already happened. I you missed, missed it. it. You missed See, it. I'm, I'm out of it. I've been on the West Coast. You missed it. So, yeah. It was, okay. You missed it yesterday. 1-0 win for Liverpool. They're into the next round. Okay. And guess who they play in the next round? Squeegee him. No. Nope. No. Chelsea. Oh, really? Yep. Chelsea in the next round. So, it should be a good one. Okay. So, I... I'm not sure that they'll send their first team for that one, but uh, they they may. Yes, that's <laughs> we'll true. You they... never know. I can't believe I missed the Shrewsbury game. <laughs> Doggone it! Well, he was on a plane, so yeah. it probably was tough. All right, so let's uh, let's get your TV tip for this. Weekend. Now, time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. All right, you just gave us a couple of games there. It's only really four games. Which one of those is your TV tip? Well, I think we're going to have to go with the what they call it a six pointer because. A team could rise above them, and then that way they get three points ahead of them, and the other team loses three points. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Brighton Watford match, and it's a nice, decent time for you at 11:30 kickoff. All right, I so, can do that. So that's okay. <laughs> so Brighton Watford. Could, could you could you put in a call and ask him to do more later games? I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's that 6:31. I tell you what, it was a rough one getting up for the Chelsea West Ham, yeah. the Chelsea uh, Leicester game. Great game into yeah. the second half but to be fair the first half was a bit rough second half I should have just woke up for that one but um, but Brighton Watford watch it should be a good one especially because they're fighting for their lives enjoy it okay so uh, special thanks to our uh, executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com by the way Tony was also just in uh, Los Angeles so wow. so thanks for coming back and putting this show together for us um, Opie is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows dot com. 
Distributed by Ed Silla with the Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. This past weekend was my 28th anniversary, and Bridget and I make a point of going somewhere every year for mm-hmm. our anniversary, uh, just because, you know, we love to travel and we love to eat and drink, mm-hmm. and, and we love being away from the kids. Right. And this weekend and we And went- you love being with each other. Yes. Didn't I say that already? I thought that was the first thing. I, I thought that was the first thing I said. Oh, yeah, man. But that's fine. You're a busy guy. Busy guy. Um, yikes. Tony Lasano Podcast and Opi Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. A new exhibit from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. Rock on TV. Artifacts from the Jackson 5, Sonny and Cher, Elvis, Cindy Lauper, ZZ Top, Eric Clapton, and more. Now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications, 360 North State Street, Chicago. From Bandstand to Gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. Hey, this is Tony Lozano, and if you like podcasts, well, I'm the guy that you want to meet. Well, maybe, but I have my own called Nude Hippo, the podcast, and I do it with uh, many members of and friends, uh, including Kimmy. Hello. We feature some of the coolest guests like... Brian Cheverini, Ginger Z, Mr. Skin, Tom Dreesen, and so many more. These are like milestone interviews. They're timeless. So this way, you could pick it up at any point. I suggest you start from the beginning. Nude Hippo, the podcast, and Opie Show. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. <laughs>